Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, joined today by Leslie Vinetz. Leslie, where are you hanging out today? Today, I am in Chicago, fresh off of six weeks living the digital nomad life in South America. Holy dooly, six weeks in South America. Wow, you rock, and you missed your soul cycle, I bet. I did, I like deeply miss it. I came back and I biked every, like, every day since I've gotten back. You're, you're <laughs> okay. spot on there, Tom. All right. Uh, folks, if you don't know about a soul cycle, let's go Google it, but it's a pretty extraordinary experience. And getting off the soul cycle, pardon the pun, Leslie is a three times head of sales, 15 years on business to business experience, B2B. She's an expert in building elite sales teams, which really is the potential to powerhouse any organization. She's the founder of Sales Team Builder, works with sales professionals and founders who need to create, and this is the word I love, repeatable processes that work because with the repeatability you get relentlessness she's not mm. when she's not talking about sales or being interviewed she enjoys traveling to south america for six weeks reading and writing her soul cycle <laughs> all right leslie our title is social selling and dark social for b2b our seven minutes is going to start as soon as i find the the go the go, the go button on the app here we go <laughs> it's going to start now question number one who is your ideal client Ooh, okay, I'm on the clock. Ideal client is going to be a sales leader or founder, but it's a mentality thing. Somebody that understands old ways of selling don't serve them and don't serve our buyers anymore. Interesting. Old ways of selling. Question two, over six and a half minutes left, what's the problem you solve for them? What is the problem? Helping them create those meaningful connections with their prospects and with their customers. Meaningful connections. Is that part of the what was missing in the old? I think so. Absolutely. What was the what was the old school way? It was I'm the account manager. I need this. I'm just. It was so seller centric. And now right. we have this amazing opportunity to use things like social to be a part of the conversations that our customers are having and to to really lead with more value, more relevance, and you know I think just start the relationship from a place that's a lot more about them and a lot less about us. Perfect. Thank you for that. Question three. Six months left. Let's talk about some of the typical symptoms. Someone who really needs you and your services and what you do, what, what's going to be going on in their business or their life where they go, yeah, I, I, I'm manifesting those symptoms. I need to find out more about what Leslie does. Okay. In their life really made me chuckle because I do work with a lot of early stage companies. So they're trying to come out of founder led. So in their life uh, is, you know, they're the image of a person with the sticks and there's seven plates spinning all over the place. Like they, they just need somebody who can come in and create consistency and take what maybe worked for them as a founder and figure out what pieces of it are repeatable uh, so that we can have repeatable. And yeah, I think more broadly than that, it's like hallmarks of a bad sales organization, bad reply rates, people always asking for a discount, bad renewal rates, bad conversion. We can fix that with repeatable processes. So they might be getting revenue in, but there's a bunch of leaks in their, in their bucket, so to speak. Mm, and, yes. And it's all a bit ad hoc. It's all a bit random. I wonder what we're going to do yes. this month for sales. Okay. So what would you say, I mean, we're talking about generally founders and organizations that are moderately successful, if not very successful. So they're growth oriented is what I'm saying. And they're going to try stuff and some of that, those things aren't going to work. You know, they maybe get the whip out on Monday morning to the sales team and drive them harder or whatever. What would you say are some of the common mistakes 
that people make when they're trying to solve this sales problem? Four and a half minutes left. Common mistakes. I think one of them is that they jump straight to scaling. Like it's such a buzzword, right? We're going to scale to the moon. And they forget that it's essential to build those foundations of repeatable processes first. I think in the context of this conversation, Tom, one of the huge errors I see organizations make is either not wanting their sales reps on social or not believing that having a social presence is going to help them become a better salesperson or to generate more leads. It's they, they still have that very siloed view that marketing is social and sales just needs to be on the phone. And that's okay. that's bad. Interesting, interesting. And there's, there's often a wall between sales and marketing, isn't there? And, and, and the bigger the organization, normally the thicker the wall. So Unfortunately, it is. But the leading organizations, folks that are just smashing revenue, beating their competitors, they're taking down those walls and eliminating silos. We're on the same team. So we've got lots of time, still three and a half minutes left. What's dark social? <clears throat> Pardon me. What's dark social? Yeah, Where does it come right? to play in the sales process? I, I think that dark social is different depending on who you ask, but it's pretty much like everything that's happening behind the scenes that isn't the advertising, the branding, like the blatant, here's our company post on LinkedIn. So we we are seeing a lot of intent being driven by folks just kind of being part of broader conversations. We're able to influence our buyers before they know they're being influenced. And it's a common stat that, I mean, depending on who you ask, I I saw a stat recently that we only get 7% of the buying process. So it's an opportunity to educate and maybe entice and inspire our buyers without actively selling to them. So it's it's more subtle. It's covert, like the fifth column. We're kind of ethically infiltrating and influencing. Yes, I like the the word ethical in there too, Tom, because it is, we're not trying to manipulate, we are trying to educate, inspire, do do those pieces, yeah. Right, and and if anyone's wondering the difference between influence and manipulation, you draw a line somewhere, I don't know where exactly you draw it, but you do draw a line. Yeah. And mostly it's to do with your intention to help people. And if mm. you know, if it, it's ethical to walk away, if you just don't think they're a fit. So let's go with question five. Two minutes left. One valuable free action. This is like a quick top tip. Not going to solve the whole problem. Might help people to take a step in the right direction. You know, I think that every single salesperson should be creating content. So that is my tip is to go out there and do it. And while it's going to help you today in this job, that is something that you take with you for your entire career. So that might not be what every like company or sales leader or founder listening wants to hear, but inspire your reps to create their own brand. It will help them in the moment, but it is something important that they can take with them forever. Very interesting. Thank you. And question six is a valuable free resource. I think you've got a newsletter, which as I understand it is packed full of valuable information. Where can people I go to do. sign up for that? One minute left. Yes. Pop onto my website. It's the first thing that comes up at InsideSalesTeamBuilder.com. I also create daily on LinkedIn and on TikTok at Sales Tip Talk. Tips wow. Talk. So tons of free content that I'm just out there trying to trying to help us all level up a bit. So LinkedIn, TikTok, and InsideSalesTeamBuilder.com. Thank you for that. Yes. Question seven, 45 seconds left. Plenty of time. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? Oh, plenty of time. I don't know. I felt like we've been on the clock here. 
You know, I, I would say a lot of the questions I get asked about social is like about frequency. And I would say my, my, maybe like, what is your number one tip for people who want to be successful on social? And it's consistency over frequency. Don't get so caught up. And I have to post every single day that it makes it feel daunting. If once a week is what you can do, make that your goal, but be consistent. Consistency You nailed it. Leslie, (laughs) thanks so much. Thanks so much for your insights and your time. My pleasure. Cheers. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.